spot out of six. I said, um, off the bench, which is, um, I'm happy for him. I know he can score, but you can see uh, some frustration on Embiid's face a lot of times when we're on the court. It seems like that's all he's doing. He's doing is out there trying to score. He's not really looking to facilitate, move the ball um, as much as, you know, maybe somebody else we would have had off the bench in previous years would. Um, it's just... They still seem like a second-round exit to me, man. I mean, they, they got a lot of work to do. They really do. Like, you know, there's, there's games where Embiid sits out and they lose by 30, and you those are games you expect Ben Simmons and Tobias to step up. And um, they they go quiet, but then there's games, you know, they, they win by 30. You know, so they're, they're, they're still streaky, still trying to figure it out, and I think Doc's trying to do the same, trying to figure out who he can really play, who he wants to play. Um, you see, like Matisse hasn't really touched the floor. No, I'm no. He's way down the depth chart these days. I think Mike Scott was above him at one point, or he still is. Or I know Mike Scott's out hurt, yeah. but yeah, I, that so, was interesting uh, to like see. Like I said, man, you got to be able to create your own shot in this league, man. It's that defense stuff was like everybody's like, we can't get Matisse up in the deal. No way. It's like Matisse can go. Yeah. No, absolutely. If that's if that's, if that's what's going to uh, make or break the deal. So but, um, I just think they gotta get a little better. They gotta, they're they're clicking, man. They at times it's just they're just streaky, man. Like sometimes they just go cold, you know. So third quarter they go cold, um, fourth quarter they gotta work on closing out. But um, they haven't, like you said, they haven't really played anybody. So, but when they're up fifteen, it's 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 a different team. They're more relaxed when they're down yeah. ten. Is when I really want to see how they how they react. And, of course, this week that's going to change uh, with some of the, the competition the Sixers are going to have to face. The, the fluff is kind of over, and they're going to be facing a hell of a little, little stretch here. Um, do you feel that the Sixers, what you've seen so far, are looking differently under Doc Rivers? Do you see the difference between uh, Brett Brown and Doc Rivers as a coach? Yeah, I see a little more energy for sure. I see more from Tobias. I see more from the um, players running up to help each other off the floor. More excitement on the bench. Um, yeah, I definitely see. And and there's some changes on the roster, too. You got two championship pedigree boss, Danny Green and Dwight Howard, come in. And you know that, that could bring some good energy to the locker room, too. I think it's refreshing for all of them. It's a fresh start. Um, it's almost like keeping your I mean, keeping your favorite job you ever had and, and the boss you hate gets fired. You get a new boss. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. It's, it's exciting. So I'm sure they're, they're excited also. You know, they're not in the bubble. They get to go back home and yeah. see their families and things like that. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think even for Doc, too. I agree. You know, and and Daryl, it's refreshing for everybody. So I see the difference. I, do see, I, see, yeah. I see the difference with the team. Um, let's talk about Joel Embiid. Uh, five games into the season, he's averaging, well, he's played five games. He's averaging 25 points and about 13 rebounds and three assists a game. How does he look to you so far this season? He's looking like an MVP candidate. He absolutely I mean, is. Clearly see, and then the one game he didn't play, we lost by 30. So, I mean, the difference he makes on the floor is incredible. He's That's another thing I love about Doc Rivers. He's got them moving around. He's got the base set screens at the top of the key. He's getting the, the, the shooters free. and That's really all the difference in the world, and I think that's making him be happy, too. It's not so stagnant. Um, you know, last year he seemed a little fresher. He kept 
complaining I'm not getting the ball enough or we got to do a better job or, you know, the turnovers closing the games. Ben Simmons getting hurt and then him having to play alone in the bubble. I just think it was a frustrating year for, for them. And like I said, this year he's he has something to prove. He, you know, all that social media talk and all this all-NBA stuff, you know, he works hard in here and there. You got to go win a championship now. Now, you mentioned the whole thing about the closer and the shooter, the guy that's got to come in and drain that three-pointer at the end of the game or or, or tie or win it. If Joel Embiid continues to play at this type of level and if his level goes up a little bit, will that mask that need for a closer? Could we get away with not having that elite closer? Um, not in the playoffs, no. No, I don't agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, in the regular season, sure. And it's good they're getting off to a high start because you don't know it seems like the Nets and everybody turn it up. You know what I mean? The Heat get back. You know, or, or when Drew Holiday and the Bucks figure it out. A lot of those teams are 500 right now. So, you know, you need to be picking games when you're playing the Hornets twice in a row. You need to – those are the games you need to win because you're going to need – you're going to need that seating when it comes to playoff time. Yeah, now you will. And uh, right now, of course, if you look at the standings, the Sixers are all alone in, at number one in the East. Everyone should take a screenshot of that because that ain't going to last long. Right. Anthony, if you look around the NBA right now, Give me one surprise that you have that's just blowing you away. Is there is there any team out there or any player at this stage of the season that's that's kind of making you shake your head with with, with amazement? You know what? I won't say I'm surprised, but they're the, the most one of the most exciting teams to watch for me. Other than the Nets, is the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix you know, Suns. They ended off. They ended off in the bubble extremely high. I think they went undefeated. They still came up short. Unfortunately for the playoffs, but you know, just um, Chris Paul is them playing on another level, and and they are tied with the Sixers for the best record in the, in the um, NBA. Um, they just got two closes. They have another young big in DeAndre Ayton, who's yep. gonna you're gonna see him leap tremendously with Chris Paul. Um, Mikel Bridges, they got a three and D and a slasher with him. They just have a good, fun young roster. Jamison Crowder's over here now. We've seen play huge minutes for playoff teams in recent years, like Boston and Miami. And um, I think they're really going to be a fun team to watch. A team that hasn't been in the playoffs irrelevant, really, since Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire, and I think they're, they're coming now. Well, uh, is Zion a bust? Absolutely not. He's not? He's, he's No, he's putting up crazy numbers. Have you been able to see him this year at all? No. I, I've watched a couple of their games. Um, he, yeah, um, they just have... Their roster, they just can't seem to get it together. I don't know what it is over there. I don't know if Stan Van Gundy's the guy for them. I think they might, you know, like uh, like a coach like Monty Williams would have been perfect for them. And I think that's why I love Monty Williams in, in the Phoenix. They just needed a young, energetic guy. You know what I mean? Stan Van Gundy, he's old. He wants to run two-a-days. And he's grumpy. And I don't know if he's going to fit with that. I, don't, I know you've seen J.J. Reddick when he got signed, how pissed he was because – he had to deal with him in um, Orlando and he said that his training camps were brutal. He's too old for that. Seven, right. So he's getting too old for that, right. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, that's how I grew up in basketball, man, so I don't want to hear it. Um, anyway, um, so what I've seen of Zion was a, a, a guy that's got talent and he does put up some numbers, but he doesn't seem very athletic to me, Not at least not as athletic as Joel. Uh, would you agree to that? Uh, I mean, I've seen some pretty crazy spin moves and 
and getting to the rack and, and cutting through defenders. I think for his size, he's pretty incredible, man. I think he's going to be he, – he might be a future MVP in this league. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't see it that way, but okay. Uh, let's go out west. Let's go out really yeah, out Ingram, west. Ingram is taking a lot of, a lot of uh, the ball out of his hands too. Yes. Yes, he has. Yeah, I remember he was the most improved player last year. So they got some young talent. They just got to put it together. They got to put it together. All right. What about the defending champs? How are they looking to you so far? Looking like the the future champs. <laughs> looking like they're gonna repeat. I can't. I mean, I really then uh. Yeah, uh, ah, I hate the Lakers. I've always hated the Lakers, and I don't care who's out there. I hate the Lakers. I, I always, you know what? No, I'm rooting for LeBron at this point. Man. Why? Why, Anthony? Can I ask you why? Because LeBron hate is just is unreal, man. I mean, you, people say, "Oh, you can never do it in the West," and blah blah, and went to the West and did it. And just, you know, he could have won MVP last year too. If you thought about it, you know what I mean, like. We only got, I think, 16 out of 101 votes or something like that it was, which is absurd. But, um, I mean, a year 18, man, he just put a triple-double up last night. They're blowing teams out. They're having fun doing it. I mean, him and Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis is the best big man in, in the league, so this, I don't know if anybody was questioning that or thought it be was better than him or Joker, but they're not. But they just they got a fun team to watch, too, man. Schroeder. Over there now too, looking yeah. good. Yeah, and, you know, they just—it's crazy, man. They how they lose players and then they just gain more. Uh, uh, so, uh, Montrez, I mean, they're deep, man. They're—they're they're, gonna have uh, their handful with them. I don't doubt that they're a fun team to watch, but about your LeBron statement, um, I would much be more—I would be much, much more impressed with the, with LeBron James. If you say he won all those championships with Cleveland, or if you won all those championships with Miami, or if you won all those championships with LA, the fact that he decides to moving to move around the league at his whim to bring—I I know it's—it's it's that oh I can win anywhere. I'm not interested in that. You know, I'm a big loyalty guy. I'm a big let's play my career in the same, and especially. That'd be like me. You know I mean? If you grew up in Cleveland your whole life, you want to live there until you're 40 years old, man? Come on. Anthony, I, I, I grew up in... Wanna, if you could go to Miami and play with Dwayne Wade, or you could go to L.A. and play with A.D. No. You've been in Cleveland your whole life. You brought them their championship. Anthony. And, and also, think about how bad they were treating him when he first left. When he first left, yes. That's the point. He was 22 years old and got swept by the, Tim Duncan and them in the finals. Right. 22 years old took Booby Gibson... And so Judas Ogaskis to the finals. And everybody's saying, oh, he sucks. He's a true artist, blah, blah, blah. So he said, you know what? All right, I had enough. I'm going to go play with D-Wade. Go get a championship. And he went and got two. Then he said, you know what? I feel bad. I'm going to go home. I'm going to give them one. Then he got one. Then he went to L.A. and got one. It's like, champion, I don't understand how you can hate. I'm not hating. Not hating. I'm just, no, I'm not saying you're hating. I just don't understand that. Like people say, oh, he's moved around. Kevin Durant just did that. Everybody seemed to be okay with it. I, I never said I was. Get, if we get James Harden, that'd be James Harden's third team. James Harden's moving around. Paul George and Kawhi moved around. How many times has LeBron James been traded? None. When you're the best player in the world, you don't got it. You you don't get traded. Oh well, yeah, maybe. Best athlete ever. Whatever. I, I he's not the best athlete ever. Listen, I, if I grew up in Philadelphia. Well, which I did. And if I got drafted by the Sixers, I would never want to leave. 
I don't care what how bad it was. That's my team. That's my hometown team. Not many players have the have the opportunity to play for their hometown teams. So yes, if you're asking me, would I stay and 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 not? Yeah, I would. I, I don't care what. Yeah, but you wouldn't. You wouldn't want to have a second home. Well, like somewhere you can go, or you're all somewhere else you're loved at. You're already loved at home. People are gonna love you from there. Yeah, but there. I don't need all that in my life, man. I want. It's all about you know. Again, Look, it's a reason. It's a reason people didn't, LeBron didn't come here. If LeBron came here and won us a championship, would you be saying this? Yes, I would. Yeah, because I'm. I don't want to rent a champion. I want a championship franchise. I don't want to rent a. I don't want. I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't want that. It would feel. It would feel cheap to me. It would. Like we bought it. Well, if you well if you go get James Harden, it's gonna be the same thing, pretty well, much. Well, not really, because you've got him for at least two years. The same man. The same same deal. I don't know. I don't know, man. I I I, I have not seen LeBron James force his hand to get out of a ta- out of a city yet. But I'm surprised. I'm sure that if that situation ever did come up, he would, and he'd be moved because he's LeBron James. I I just don't like people that believe they're above either the organization or the sport. They're not. They're just there now. LeBron James is not going to be the greatest. You know how hard it is, too, to get another player to come play with you in Cleveland? Like, that's got to be hard, man. Well, well, yeah. No, I'm sure it was. Listen, I I don't know it all. I just know that, personally, that's how I would have handled it. Now, let's talk a little bit about the Golden State Warriors because I'm real interested. I've I've actually been watching a lot of them this season. Uh, Does Clay Thompson mean that much to this team? Absolutely, but the Warriors are done. That 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 run is just ended. Is it, the, is, is it the injuries that 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 did him in, or is it the loss of Kevin Durant? That that and Father Time, yeah, and the injuries, yeah. I mean, you lost Kevin Durant, you lost Clay Thompson. That's you lost arguably the best player in the in the league behind LeBron James and Kevin Durant. Yeah, and you lost Clay Thompson, arguably one of the best three point shooters ever, who can score sixty one points on eleven dribbles. So, yeah, it's putting a lot of pressure on people like Draymond, who would just you know was getting 10, 10, and ten triple doubles, and talking a lot. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, now now players like him, you, now it's time for you to step up. I don't think they really helped themselves drafting James Wiseman either. I would no. probably went and try to get Anthony Edwards or Lamelo. Yep. But. Yep. I agree with that. Now the other question I have is, when do we start hearing Seth Curry trading rumors? Uh, depends what you're gonna get. Oh, you said Steph? Yeah, the brother Seth. Oh, Seth. I don't think you'll hear them at all this year. I think I think he's gonna end up being a fan favorite. I think a lot of he's on a four year deal right now, which is extremely affordable. And I think people think that it could be his breakout year this year or next year. And and I think he'll be here for a while. What What about the brother out now out in Golden State? When do we start hearing his name in trading rumors? Whenever he requests it. They'll never trade him. That's a two-time unanimous MVP, man. Do you think that with your assessment that the Golden State Warriors run is over, at what point do they try to, like, recoup some of their losses, maybe with, with draft a draft package? Like, what, what when when are we there? Is it this year at the trading deadline? Is it next year yeah, at the trading deadline? I think they just tried it. <laughs> yeah. And, they, they, and um, they, they weren't expecting play to go down, obviously. You know, that's why they let go of D'Angelo Russell and all that. You know, I think they would have. It would have, a lot of things would have been different if they knew. Obviously, we could predict the future, but you know, I think if they could go back in time now and keep D'Lo instead of Andrew Wiggins, and, and I think they would. Would you today trade Ben Simmons and all the first round picks between now and 2027 for Steph Curry? No, 
or you wouldn't. No. Why? I just, I, I don't, I just think that um, it's too, you said 2027. Yeah, it's all like the, six, seven years. Yep, yeah, all the first time. It's too much. Okay. I would in a heartbeat. <laughs> All right, Anthony. Listen, man. Um, let me give you. Now I want to know what your way too early predictions are here in the uh, in the NBA this year. Give me your Eastern Conference champion in 2021. Brooklyn Nets. Wow. And who are they beating to win the Eastern Conference championship? I'm gonna go Boston Celtics. Okay, and then who's your Western Conference champion? Oh, the Lakers. Who are they beating? The Blazers. Ooh, and and who is your NBA champion? Ah, uh, no, Lakers. That's gonna be a showdown, man. That's what the people want to see. All right. Do the Nets, if they acquire James Harden, do they get above and move past the Lakers? Uh, they absolutely can. You just got to figure out how that, that's going to gel with Kyrie and Harden. That's going to be the big thing. I don't think anybody can gel with Durant. It's just a matter of who can gel with Kyrie. I agree. So I agree. And as always, Anthony Foley, uh, I appreciate you coming on. I know it's this has been this is an interview that's taken a little doing to get done, but uh, I got it, man. Schedules and holidays and all that. So I, I really appreciate any time you can spend with me, brother. And uh, I will be in contact. We'll talk again. Um, again, have a great day, man. Thanks, for, thanks a lot for coming on. No doubt, man. Appreciate you, bro. All right, Anthony. Take care, man. All right. All right, Anthony Foley uh, joining me as he does, providing me again the insight that Anthony Foley can provide. We differ on a lot of our, you know, takes. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of LeBron. Never have been. Um, I just feel like that's cheap, you know. Look at me. Ooh, look at me, everybody. I can go anywhere and win a championship. Well, I'm all about winning one for my hometown team. And to have the privilege to play for the team that you grew up in, the city you grew up in, that would be something I would never, ever want to stop doing. So, yeah, no, I am not a LeBron fan. That is going to do it for me, everybody. Uh, it's been a great time talking with Anthony. It's always great talking with him. It's always great talking about basketball. Listen, stay tuned. A lot more coming down the road. A lot of big stuff coming down. We'll continue to bring on the guests that I can bring on. I'm, I'm going to try to keep it, you know, nice and moving around and through it. Uh, get into some other topics like the Flyers, the Phillies, more on the Sixers. I will talk to you guys on the other side. Take care. Yeah, I'm down, 76.